Adam Conley and the Marlins look for a series win against the Mets, and Giancarlo Stanton and company would provide early support. Here's Christian Yelich. Here's the pitch. Swinging a hard hit grounded towards third off the glove of a diving Flores. Caroms into short left field. Gordon scores from third as Rosario picks the ball up. And on at first with a single and a run batted in is Christian Yelich. And the Marlins have a one to nothing first inning lead. So here's the 2-2 on the way. Swinging a drive well hit to left. This one's going to go. Ozuna watches it go. Home run for Cespedes. He hit it into the lower left field stands way beyond the great wall of flushing. And so Cespedes delivers his fourth city field home run this year. His 16th overall. And the Mets have tied the game here in the first inning. One to one. Two balls, two strikes, two out. Here it comes. Swinging a chopper down near third. Fair ball again knocked away by Flores. Rounding third is Gordon. Steaming to the plate. He'll score standing up. And it's 2-1 to one Miami on a carbon copy, really, of what had happened in the top of the first inning. 3-2, swing and a miss. And that'll do it for Cespedes. So a homer and a strikeout for Ioannis so far. We're at the end of three. It's the Marlins 2, the Mets 1. Outfield straight away, the 0-2 pitch. Swung on and missed strike three. Now he's got a brand new career high. It's double digits. Ten strikeouts for Conley. And the Mets go in order in the sixth. At the end of six innings, the Marlins two, the Mets one. And smashes one. Deep to left field. To the track, to the wall. It is gone. Three-run shot, and that just seemed to be an accident waiting to happen at some point in this series. At some point, Stanton was going to get the barrel out there on a baseball, and out it went into the bleachers in left center. And just like that, the Marlins have three more runs. They lead 5-1. to one. The Marlins score four times in the seventh inning and go on to beat the Mets 6-4. Adam Conley allows just one run on three hits over seven frames with a career-high 11 strikeouts to get the win, and Miami is now 1-7 of nine. The Mets have now lost six of seven, and manager Terry Collins is not happy with the team's defense of late. Yeah, we, you know, we, we should have made some plays that cost us a couple runs, and, uh, uh, you know, we... Again, we made it a game at the end, and that's one of the things I think that shows you that these guys have not uh, just, you know, thrown in a towel. They're playing. They're playing all nine. Uh, Ahmed hasn't even been up here a month. At what point does it click that D Gordon's faster than you know the other guys in the lineup, and he needs to rush that play? D Gordon's faster than a lot of guys in baseball, not just this lineup. He learned a lesson. He won't. Ha- I'm sure it won't happen again. He, uh, you know, you don't uh, you don't double pump when you when he's on the, when he's running down first base for sure. Mark, as you mentioned, that that's a lesson learned there. But like for a player in that spot, you, is it even worth saying anything? He knows at that point that this is a fast guy, and that was a mistake that he made, right? Oh yeah, he, I mean, but he was told, you know, and uh, you know, it's just and he knew. I mean, after it happened, he was, you know, upset and certainly with himself, and uh, uh, you know, but he's like you said, he learned it, and he, I'm sure, it won't happen again to him. And it, just to be clear, that's not the fact he doesn't know that D. Gordon's fast. Maybe that's more so just a focus thing in the moment. No, it's a habit. Daniel? Outside of Ahmed, there was some defensive plays that didn't, didn't get made. Does that give you any concern that your message maybe isn't getting across to these guys, the message you've been talking about as far as playing the game the right way? Well... If you're talking about Sess's dropping the ball in left field, um, 
again, this guy is probably as good a left fielder as there is. He's got a gold glove to show for it. You know, ever they all make mistakes, but um, you know that's uh, you know Flo made two diving started to make two diving stops. I mean, I don't know what else you're talking about outside the the drop fly ball in left field. Um, in the other plays, you know, they got to decide: can I catch it or can I catch it? So. Um, I think the message has been uh, come across perfectly clear, and they understand it. Mike. Terry, what did you think of Jacob's performance today, and do you think that, that any of the defense weighed on him at all uh, as you went along? Um, well, I, I don't know. I haven't, didn't talk to him about it, really. Um, you know, he, I, I, you might have been a little frustrated by, that we didn't make some plays, but you know, Mike, uh, it's, it's the same message. Um, you talk about the message over here about playing the game right. Let me tell you, when you're pitching, you got to pitch. You can't worry about what's going on behind you. You got to pitch, and if if there's not plays made, you got to pitch around it once in a while. It's the same when you know a guy makes an error. You know they don't stop trying to make plays when you hang sliders. So uh, you got to keep pitching. Is there, is there any evidence at all that he, he's hitting any kind of wall here? I mean, this is his second straight start. He wasn't. Kind of himself. Um, that could, those are things that certainly could point to some stuff like that. Whether or not it is a fact, we don't know. But uh, um, you know, at this point in the season, you know, after again missing what he did last year at the end of the, at the end of the season, he's you know he's trying to certainly get 200 innings. I know that's a big part of what he wants to do this year, and. Um, that's why, to be honest, at this particular time, I think Sandy addressed it one day when he said we're going to be careful with him down the stretch. And, you know, he's, he always is deep in the game, and there might be a little fatigue in there. He hasn't complained about it, but uh, there's certainly uh, that possibility. Chris? Terry, when you say it's a habit with Ahmed, what, what exactly is that? Is that waiting on the ball, double clutching, or double, just the double the pat, pat of his glove? Mm -hmm. That's a habit. And then I guess is it just a reminder to kind of get him out of that, or what exactly? Well, needs he'll to be happen? reminded to get out of that, especially when there's guys like D Gordon running down the bases. You got to get it and throw it. You don't have a lot of time to do anything else. And then with Travis, how much do you think you know Kevin's arrival, uh, you know, and the competition there is going to affect him going forward? And you know, are you encouraged by what you saw from? Yeah, him I mean, you know, I said the other night, you know, before the night before Pulecki got here, you know. They, the, against this, these guys, they, I mean, Kevin hit the ball, or Travis hit the ball as good as anybody. But I think the little friendly competition is good. Motivates you as, the, as you head down the last six weeks. Jacob DeGrom has now lost four of his last five starts, and he becomes Giancarlo Stanton's latest victim. Stanton's three-run homer in the seventh knocked DeGrom from the game. I don't think so. Um, just trying to go in there, uh, try to get a ground ball, try to jam him. Um, you know, he didn't get it that good. Just happened to get enough. He's strong enough to get out of the park. So I'm um, going to take my cap to him there. Jake, yeah. you had a lot of loops in the leaders last game, and there were you know, plays that were shaped. Sure. Is the frustration is frustrating when you're out there to try to get Yeah, it's frustrating. Um, but you got to be able to make pitchers. I wasn't able to do that today. Um, you know, everybody's trying. Um, you know, when Rosario didn't make that play, I put my hands up. Probably shouldn't have done that. Um, I'll have to talk to him. That's my bad. I can't show emotion out there like that, um, especially when it has to do with your other players when you know they're out there trying to, you know, 
play defense behind him. So that one's on me. The Mets' young shortstop Ahmed Rosario had a miscue in the field prior to Stanton's round tripper that may have helped set up the game-breaking hit. Bueno, diría que en el momento que yo vi corriendo y en el momento que yo di el segundo paso ya vi que era bastante tarde para tirarlo. I'd say the moment that I saw him running and the moment that I took that second step, I realized maybe it was a little bit too late to throw. How much did you know about D. Gordon before this series? ¿Qué tanto sabías de D. Gordon antes de, de esta serie? Sabía bastante, sabía que corría bien, pero eh, me confía en esa jugada. I knew a lot. I knew that he could run well, uh, but I, I got a little overconfident on that thing. How much of a lesson is this? was that play for him? ¿Qué tanto consideras eso que fue una elección para ti? Diría que un 100% porque ahora de los malos, de los pequeños errores, yo voy aprendiendo. I'd say 100%. I'm learning from all these small mistakes. Is that a tough feeling when that play happens and the next batter puts the ball over the fence? How difficult is that to see happen that way? ¿Te sientes un poco mal? ¿Es difícil ver que haces esa jugada y el próximo bateador pega un jonrón? Sí, realmente hay un dicho que dice que después del error viene el palo y me sentí un poquito mal al momento que yo vi que esa pelota salió del palo. They say after the hit, uh, comes a hit, and I really did feel a little bad after that. After that on Monday, the Mets will play host to the Diamondbacks with Robert Gesellman on the mound at City Field.